Welcome to That Groovy Scoopcast, where we don't mind being blindfolded. We have a crazy episode for you today here on your go-to audio hub for all things Scooby-Doo. My name's Derek. And I'm Shannon. Thank you for joining us today. Today we're actually going to be reviewing the dynamic Scooby-Doo affair from the new Scooby-Doo movies. Initial thoughts, Shannon? I did not like it. Neither did I. I was really upset (laughs) because I love Batman. And so I thought this was going to be one of my favorites in this whole series. And it might be. I don't know. It is not. But (laughs) if it is, I'm really upset for this season. I'm sure your rating will definitely showcase that. (laughs) But um, before we dive into that, you know, we're going to start off with the Mystery Machine match. If this is the first episode that you're joining us today, uh, the Mystery Machine match is basically a trivia competition between Shannon and I, where we like to see who knows Scooby-Doo better than the other. So Shannon, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Shannon, you can go first. Okay, Derek. Are Weird and Boggle friends or enemies of Scooby-Doo? They are enemies. Correct. Good job. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's one point for me. So, Shannon, according to the song Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, what does Scooby-Doo pretend to have? I know you know this because you and I were singing the theme song together when we watched the What a Night for a Night episode. Pretend to shake and shiver. But what does he pretend to have? She's like re-singing the song to herself right now. (laughs) I don't know. I'm so pissed right now. Hold you, on. Nope. Do you want to pass or do you want to forfeit? Let me come back to it. Okay. Well, then, here's your next question. In Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, which friend and his cyber double argue over who will drive the mystery machine? Fred. It is Fred. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Last episode, we had uh, another cyber chase question related to the cyber doubles. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of the cyber chase, which friend brings a magnet with him to the cyberspace during Scooby-Doo the cyber, in the cyber chase? You struggled there. That was a lot of cybers. <laughs> um, Shaggy brings the magnet into cyberspace. Good job. <laughs> um, which monster gets thrown off a roller coaster in Scooby-Doo and the cyber chase? Old Iron Face or Gator Ghoul? Old Iron Face? Uh, it is Gator Ghoul. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are all these questions about cyber chase? I don't know. Like, this isn't, like, categorized. Nope. Hmm. Okay, your last question. Silas Long, who appeared in Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Werewolf, was part human and part blank. Worm or wolf? Hmm. That's... I wonder. (laughs) Wolf. No, you're wrong. No! No! (laughs) That's so stupid. They tell you the answer. Yep. That's annoying. (laughs) All right, Shannon. So this is the question that we passed on earlier. According to the song, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? What does Scooby-Doo pretend to have? 
courage? I don't know. I know it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We're going to go through the lyrics real quick. Okay. <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo, where, where are, are you? you? We've got some, some work, work to, to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby Doo, I see you. Pretending you've got a sliver. Oh. <laughs> but you're not fooling me because I can see the way you shake and shiver. I was cutting that whole part out. I was going right to pretending to shake and shiver. Yep. I'm over myself. <laughs> so what are our total tally points at right now for the mystery match between last episode and this episode? Did I just get the one? Yeah, you only got Fred. Okay. So you have four and I have two. All right. So I'm still winning. <laughs> <laughs> that was the mystery machine match. And now sit down with your bat milk and bat cookies because we're about to do the Scooby-Doo review. Today we're doing uh, the dynamic Scooby-Doo affair like we mentioned earlier. Um, we watched it using the best of the Scooby-Doo movies, uh, oh, the best of the new Scooby-Doo movies DVD set. We mentioned last week how you guys could watch it if you wanted to tune in before listening to this episode of our podcast. Um, so I have the premise up for the episode on Scoobypedia. Batman and Robin help the gang solve the mystery of a crashed plane, a punch toy filled with counterfeit money, and a house that keeps on disappearing. It sounds intense. It was awful. Well, and the disappearing house... I hated it. The disappearing house is an issue for like half a second. (laughs) Right. And then they figure it out and it's okay. So it's not... But my very first note for this was um, the title page with that nasty ass fish and like ham sandwich that Scooby has in his hand. How about in the intro? Yeah. And it just really through me well you can't fault that to the episode it's no. just the series that's just the whole series i'm gonna write that on every single page for the whole series okay it's gonna be an issue all the way around <laughs> okay yeah i was never really fond of the new scooby-doo movies myself um i don't really find their episodes all that entertaining and i haven't seen the batman and robin one in a hot second so it's it's been quite a painful nostalgia experience going through this episode so my very first note for this episode was where are robin's pants (laughs) i swear to god when they actually show like the title card for the episode you know Mm -hmm. when they go today scooby-doo meets batman and robin and they got batman and robin like flying through the air in the little spotlight like you can barely even see those short green what what would you even call those well i mean they're like tidy whities but and i know (laughs) i know robin wore those at one point like i know it was written into the comics and all that but like i don't think they were ever that short i always i always thought that he wore like boy shorts there were many instances in this episode where you couldn't even see them yeah and that was my biggest thing like tidy whities is one thing batman wears them on the outside of his pants (laughs) so it's fine but they were so short, like, he probably had a wedgie at some point, because I could not see them all the time. It was awful. <laughs> um, so, what were your, like, general thoughts for the episode? The episode specifically? It was just kind of a train wreck. But my biggest thing, okay, my the second thing I wrote after the title card thing was, um, 
I think Daphne mentions it, and she says something about a um, mystery club convention. Yeah, they're on their way to it. But, like, what is that? Um, like, are there other mystery... Solving groups? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Remember, um, there was that episode, it was um, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated when they... Well, yeah, but that's a whole different universe. Because I was going to say that, too, when we find out there's other ones. But that's that's a different universe, I thought. Well, I mean, if Batman and Robin and, you know, other Hanna-Barbera properties are canon to the new Scooby-Doo movies, I would argue that... Uh, what, what is he called? I can't remember his name. Professor Pericles? No. Uh, no, it's a classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh. It's, uh... Oh, crap. I'm going to have to look this up. I think it's Goober and the Go- Goober and the Ghost Chasers. Oh, okay. They were a classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon that was a Scooby-Doo clone. Okay. Um. So, like, they have them. Uh, they could be going with Speed Buggy. I mean, Speedbuggy doesn't really solve mysteries, but... He's there. <laughs> uh, Jabberjaw kind of fights crime. Okay. Um, so maybe, like, they just... Cave... Oh, Captain Caveman and the and the Teen Angels. Okay. So there... Okay. So there are other ones. Yeah, no, there... Yeah, there's definitely a convention. I go to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. I'd go. I'd go to see it. I imagine it'd be something like Comic-Con. Where you, you get to go and see all of your favorite. <laughs> like a Detective Comic Con? Yeah. <laughs> um, Detective Con. I stopped taking notes about, like, you know, because I started taking notes about how crazy some of the things in this episode looked, like, visually. Yeah. But then I just started to realize that's just the whole episode. Um, I wrote down, let's talk about this dreadful animation and the transitions. Oh, my god. The gosh. transitions were so inconsistent, and I hated them. They were so random. Yeah. And they all, okay, they all start, like, the transitions all had the bat sign. Yes. And, okay, whatever, that's one thing. But they were just so random, so, like, they'd be, I swear, like, halfway through a sentence, and then the bat sign would pop up. Well, no, actually, you know what? The Batman symbol wasn't even the only transition style that they had. They also had the ones that, like, had the screen slide over. Oh, yeah. And it happened at one point when they were in the Batcave. And they said something, and then it does a slide over, but they're still in the Batcave. Mm-hmm. Like, that did not need a transition at all. They could have just <laughs> recorded them walking yeah. two feet, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the last note I made about, like, the animation and the look of the actual episode before I just kind of gave up was just the fact that the house itself that they're going to, Mrs. Baker's house, mm-hmm. looks like trash. It does. It looks awful. The balcony is, like, crooked. It looks like it's about to fall apart. Like, I feel like there's that... I don't know if it's a meme, but that video where it's like for draw for artists, and it says, "Uh, when your customer wants you to get things done fast, and it shows like them drawing two minutes, one minute." And oh seconds. yes, <laughs> I feel like Hanna Barbera went to his artists and was like, "So we have to make this Batman thing, but it has to be done tomorrow." And so they just slapped this on and this said, entire Here episode, you go. this whole episode." Yeah, it was just like, okay, so we need it tomorrow, but it needs to be twice as long as a regular Scooby Doo episode. And so this is what they came up with. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I think it's so shocking how much the animation kind of just went downhill since Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I mean, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? animation wasn't good either. No, but you this know? one was horrid. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? had a lot of errors and a lot of repeated artwork, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of repeated animations, like when the gang are running or even just similar faces that they use. But, like, this episode looked 
ugly. I hated it. There were so many times when, like, I'm looking at some of the characters and the way that they're drawn, they just look so wonky. Like, it just looks wrong. <laughs> and, like, when I gave up on the animations, I just started, like, taking random quotes of just things that the characters said. Well, wait, before we get to the quotes, I wanted to make a note that this is the second case of breaking and entering that we have seen. <laughs> yes. Um, Shaggy called money bread. Which okay. I completely forgot was a term, like, way back in the day. Okay. So when he said it, it, like, took me back to, like, my parents' grandparents. And I was like, wow, that was a thing? And I'm sorry. I get that with the bad guys or bad girls, we have to give a little lean way. But she was literally wearing the same outfit we just saw her in less than two minutes ago. It's... Like she, we were in the house, and she was wearing that purple hood, and, and the then cloak we, and everything. yeah, and the cloak and everything. And then we walk to the thing. So not even like two minutes, and all of a sudden, this bad guy is wearing the exact same outfit. In what world would you not just be like, Derek was just wearing that outfit? Maybe he's the bad guy. Right? Yeah. Well, they also did that in um, the Minor 49er episode, too. But this is Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like, they're actual superheroes. Yeah. They do this every day. Well, this is supposed to be, like, the Adam West kind of Batman, so <laughs> I don't have much faith in him. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I love when, you know, like I said, or like what you said, they just walk into this woman's house, unannounced. Breaking and entering. Breaking and entering. And then Batman and Robin also follow suit like the gang's committing a crime for the second time take them back to gotham city and arrest them (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so they break into this old lady's house she finally like comes out of her bedroom and she's like who's down there and scooby's like nobody So she comes downstairs and she does not care that there's people in her no, house at she's like two so, in the morning. She's so <laughs> calm about it. Well, and then they mention that it's the middle of the night, but it is so bright out. It's like noon. Well, it's two in the morning or something like that. And Fred, who's a stranger to Mrs. Baker, is just like, don't be frightened. We'll protect you. Right. Like, bitch, I don't <laughs> know you. Who are you protecting me from? So basically what happened in this scene was, you know, Scooby and the gang, they see a plane and these people drive out of the plane with a big crate and they take it into Mrs. Baker's house. So they enter the house and they find that like all the furniture is nailed to the floor and the box, they open it after Batman and Robin arrive. And it contains one of those toy punch clowns. Like you punch it and it bounces back at you. Well, when Scooby goes to play with it, he punches it too hard and accidentally breaks the head off. And then that's when they discover that there's counterfeit money inside. Can we also talk about later on in the episode when, um, because Penguin and Joker are obviously in on it. Yes. Um, when I think it's Joker or whatever, one of them is stuffing the money inside Penguin. of the punk. Yeah. And he's stuffing it in the butt. Yeah. But Scooby punches the head and the head falls off so easily. Have you ever had one of those clowns? The no. heads don't fall off easily. Well, no, he just punched it too hard. Like, I he, know, like, but the he, head... He, like, socked it. But, like, it's a balloon. Like, it does. it's not like the head comes off. I don't think that was a balloon. Well, whatever it is, though. But I don't think the head <laughs> just comes off. Well, I think it's funny that the way that they discovered that the money that was inside it was counterfeit 
god. <laughs> Batman picks up the dollar bill and he's like, yes, absolutely counterfeit. And Robin's like, how can you tell? And he's like, well, Abraham Lincoln never wore a turtleneck sweater. <laughs> also, as if he personally knew Abraham Lincoln. Well, they explain it away as if the money was made like in a foreign country that wouldn't know. Yeah. That's how he explained it away. <laughs> But still, I feel like if you're making, like, fake $5 bills... You should you know, at least have a general You idea. should have a real one next to you <laughs> and be referencing that as you create it. Not be like, yeah, I assume they wear a lot of turtlenecks over there. Right, yeah. Well, they then, you know, move on from that scene by saying that the people who drove out of the house... They were going in the direction of a um, of a junkyard, mm-hmm. and right before they leave, Mrs. Baker comes out of the house, and you know I'm thinking to myself, you know, because I've seen this episode before, yeah. you know, as a kid, and so I know that it's Mrs. Baker. It's obvious that it's Mrs. Baker. So she throws around this like really weird story about the junkyard. She's like, some say that the spirits of the departed wander the auto graveyard at night. Because she says that there's a cemetery right next to it. But then I'm thinking to myself, so the gang and Batman and Robin, they go to the junkyard. And Mrs. Baker goes to the junkyard. Because, you know, they're dealing with Mrs. Baker there. For one, I'm thinking, how did Mrs. Baker get there? Because we haven't seen a car or anything like that. So she must have walked. Yeah. She's a very fit old lady. (laughs) Hey, she's a bad guy. Well, then I'm also thinking, why? <laughs> why did they need to go? Why did she need to go with them to the cemetery graveyard? Well, I think she was trying to place? kill them off. Is that what you think? Is well, that because she was trying to. She tried to squish. She. She, she tried to kill Batman. She tried the, to squish Shaggy and Scooby in the car. Yes. She tried to kill Batman and Robin. Yes. And, and Fred. And yeah, and then when Fred went up there, she tried to kill him too. I think it's funny that when they were in... I like that this part, it has no bearing on the story. It's just there to kind of look like a Scooby-Doo episode. Mm-hmm. Is that they're following the footprints that are in the graveyard. Or I keep calling it a graveyard, junkyard. They're following the footprints in the junkyard. And they see that the footprints went up onto a car. Right. Like sideways onto a car. But that never comes up again. So I'm just thinking to myself, so this old motherfucking lady did this? This old lady walks sideways <laughs> on a car. And then when Batman and Robin separate from them, you know, to examine the, the car compressor, <laughs> a broken headlight falls off of a car and Scooby hops into Shaggy's arms, scared of it. And Shaggy says one of my favorite lines from the episode, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Yes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and then... um you know, Fred goes up into the um, the operator of the the compressor, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, the crane. You know, the yeah. crane. He goes up into the operator of the crane. And that's where Mrs. Baker is. And, you know, so he wrestles with Mrs. Baker. And then somehow Mrs. Baker takes the hood, the black hood, and, like, puts it on Fred's head. And then Batman and Robin come up there mistaking him to be Mrs. Baker and then wrestle with him. But the way that the scene is, like, shown and animated, it looks like Fred's just kind of standing there with the hood on. So I'm personally thinking, is he the Zodiac Killer? (laughs) (laughs) 
because he looks very content with that menacing hood He's on. just like, I'm going to chill for a second. Hey, and the time period, I think, kind of lines up. Because I think, like, the late 60s, early 70s, is that when the Zodiac Killer was murdering? Yeah, he killed in the early 1970s. So, Fred, Fred's I mean, the Zodiac Killer, maybe. If Fred wore glasses, he might look a little bit like him. Maybe. My next quote that I have written down is, cool it, Daphne. Cool it, Daphne. I don't remember when that was said. I don't remember, like, under what context it was, but Daphne said something, and Fred just looked over and went, cool it, Daphne. And I was like, what the hell? This motherfucking <laughs> Zodiac killer over here. This Have you ever told a woman to calm down? This privileged white man in the 1970s. <laughs> Like, have you, but have you ever told a woman to calm down? Have you ever heard of the patriarchy? It does not work. I'm <laughs> letting you know. Or how about when they leave the junkyard finally and they come back to the house and that's when they discover that the house yeah, disappeared. Flips. And Fred, I think he was trying to come up with a catchphrase for himself because, you know, he doesn't have one, you know, because everyone else has one. You yeah. Know, there's Ralph. Zoinks, jinkies, jeepers. So when he sees that the house is gone, it garn. <laughs> when he sees that the house is gone, he yells, Creepers! Yeah. Oh, Freddy. <laughs> he was trying. He's trying, but he's failing. <laughs> so they start speculating. It's like, did the house even happen? Batman even poses. It's like, I think this is a case of group hypnosis. Yes! <laughs> Robin, look into that for me. He starts, like, asking questions, like... Was there ever a Miss Baker? Yeah, you're like, was there really a house? Was there really a Mrs. Baker? (laughs) But you notice everybody is so willing to go along with it. They're all looking around like, yeah. Totally. I think even Scooby was like, are you... Yeah, there was there? (laughs) Right. But then that's when they noticed that the, um, the Batmobile was stolen, right? Yeah. When was the Batmobile stolen? No, that was when the... Because the house flipped and they stole the, the thing. So when the house was missing, because they parked the Batmobile right by the front porch. Yeah. Okay, so that's when the Batmobile was stolen, and they need to track it. So they need to go back to the Batcave. Well, as we were watching the episode, I looked over at you and I said, now you'd think they'd have some type of low-jack tracker on the Batmobile. Yeah. And uh, two seconds later, Batman goes... Well, we do have a low jack, but it's back at the Batcave. <laughs> but it's a top secret location. Velma's like, yeah, we know it's top secret. And, you know, they're willing to drive the mystery machine to it. And Daphne just speaks for everyone. And it's just like, we don't mind being blindfolded. Maybe she knows that Fred doesn't mind being blindfolded. Wink, wink. <laughs> Maybe she already knows. So then... They go ahead and do it. They blindfold all of them and stuff them in the back of the van. And Shaggy and Scooby are about to put theirs on. And they're like, hey, Batman, when we get to the Batcave, do you think we can have a snack? We're kind of hungry. And Batman's like, yeah, absolutely, Shaggy. Bat milk and cookies for everyone. And Shaggy's just like, bat Bat milk? milk? (laughs) I want to know, does Alfred milk the bats? Is that a job? What is that? <laughs> well, we don't see Alfred, so that's what he's busy doing yeah. right now. He's in the bat cave. He's got to catch all the bats, bats. <laughs> milk them. Um, so they go into the bat cave, and that's when that weird transition happens, yep. you know, when they're still in the bat cave. When they're leaving, though, this is an animation error I just had to point out. When they enter the bat cave, you know, you see the mystery machine pass through. When they're leaving it, they literally just took the, the cell of, like, 
the mystery machine and just flipped it flipped it over they didn't edit the mystery machine text on the side of the van so when they're leaving the mystery machine text is backwards on the van (laughs) that's probably my favorite mess up (laughs) we have a screenshot of that we'll have to share that on twitter so they find that the Batmobile has been taken to the Gotham City Museum. Is that what is that where they went? So there's like a Batman and Robin museum. Yeah, there's a Batman and Robin museum, and so it was parked across the street. No, it was parked in front of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was parked in front of it because then they said that no one would suspect that it was a uh, the real thing that they would have just assumed that it was part of the exhibit. Okay. And when they get there, Batman and Robin, they see that Joker and Penguin you know, are in the haunted house. So for one... I wrote that down, okay? (laughs) Because Joker and Penguin just sat there for like 10 minutes. Just hanging out the window. (laughs) I mean, they had to have been hanging out the window looking when they arrived. Yeah. Everybody looked for clues for a little bit, and they were still hanging out the window. Then Shaggy and Scooby looked up, see them hanging out the window, called over Batman and Robin. They're still hanging out the window. And then that's when we see them. Yeah. Oh, there they are, <laughs> hanging out a window. Hanging out a window. So they go inside, and they start hearing, like, Batman and Robin go inside. And they start hearing, like, some crazy noises and animatronics and stuff like that. But they're not falling for it. No, they're not falling they're for it. You know, Batman even looks at Robin, and he's just like, it's just talented professional thespians. Same. <laughs> I love, like, the vast vocabulary that they're using. Batman, Robin, Joker, and Penguin all use it. And I just think it's amusing throughout the entire episode. And, you know, and then there's Penguin. He's, like, stuffing the, the clown with the, the counterfeit money. And he's just like, how did they find us? And it's like, well, you were hanging out a fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> like, How do you think? Like, the whole thing is, when you saw them arrive, you should have tucked back in and started to close up shop. Yeah. Or get ready. Like, yeah. not hang out. You literally had, like, ten minutes. What was your motive to bring them here? Or well, and and come on, you gotta have the common sense to know that Batman and Robin probably have some type of tracker on their car, so yeah. you're gonna park it right across the street yeah. from where you're working. Well, even aside from that, though, they don't even try to hide. Like they just, hey, we're over here, right? <laughs> come get us. <laughs> and had they left the car, because you know, at that point, we know that the house flips upside down. Yeah. Had they just left the car there? No questions. They would have they would have went with the group hypnosis story yep, and, would have and just assumed that everybody was crazy and gone home. And they would have gotten away with it. Yeah. If it weren't for those meddling kids. And Joker being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another animation error I noticed, I never noticed it before. Um, when Penguin was watching the gang on the screen, you know, when they, they when they finally entered the oh, yeah. uh, haunted house, I noticed that his umbrella, like Part of it was missing at the bottom of the frame. Oh, I noticed that the last time we watched it. Was it was weird. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and then another part, I don't remember why he said it, but at some point, Shaggy also tried to experiment with a new catchphrase. Instead of saying zoinks, he said yoinks. I think he says yoinks every once in a while. No, I never hear him say yoinks. He just was just like, yoinks! And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> that's not your line. Not canon. <laughs> I made a comment about when Batman and Robin were trapped in that, like, hole with the really smooth walls. Yes. And Batman makes a point of his saying, oh, no, the walls are too smooth. We can't climb up. And there's nothing for our hooks to... Bat hooks to latch onto. Yeah. yeah. But there's a door 
So there must be a door frame. Yeah. So... Well, I'm also just, like, wondering why that room is even a thing in the haunted house. That's a safety hazard. That's a huge (laughs) safety hazard. The only reason they survived is because they put all those clowns at the bottom. Yeah. Which, falling into a pit of clowns would be pretty terrifying. For you. For most people. Not me. Especially after last year. Oh, with the... (laughs) You mean... All the killer clowns? Two years ago? Oh, was that really two years ago? Yeah. Dang. 2018, Shannon. (laughs) It is 2018. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, you know, the gang, they go through all the shenanigans that they do throughout the haunted house. You know, Shaggy and Scooby are dealing with moving floors and... Uh, that was my favorite scene, by the way, because it? it went on for so long. Yeah, it was really unnecessary. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Daphne and Velma, they insult each other's clammy hands. <laughs> and they get separated from Fred, who is just, like, looking for either of them going, what? And I, what? I told Derek, I said, because he stood there for, like, a long time, so he really had to, like, decide, do I need to go with my friend or the girl that I'm fucking? Yeah. Like he, but like his face that he was making was just like he didn't even look scared. He, looked, he was just like, "What just happened?" He looked kind of amused. Like he looked kind of happy to be alone in this haunted house. Like he was like, "Oh, they're gone." Yeah, they both went this way. Yep, and that way. Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> well, then they catch uh, Joker and Penguin later on after they pretend to be skeletons. Yeah. Don't know why they felt that they needed to do that. But after they uh, catch him, or when they catch them, I love the way that Daphne just asked Joker, do you know who Mrs. Baker is? Like, she was desperate. Desperate to know that it wasn't a hallucination. And then, <laughs> and then Joker, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know who Mrs. Baker is. And then he points at Scooby and he says, that creature's mother. <laughs> it was so rude. That was so mean. <laughs> and then there was also a part where um, another animation error that's actually kind of iconic for this episode, um, when Velma's glasses turn white. Yeah. Um, just thought I'd throw that one out there, too. Then, you know, there's the whole annoying bit of the Joker and Penguin taking the detectives away, rather than the detectives taking them away after they're arrested. Yeah. (laughs) So, they finally get back to the house, Mrs. Baker's house, after that whole debacle happens at the haunted house. And they see that the house is back. So, now they know it wasn't a group hallucination. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or they're just hallucinating again. Or, yeah. That's when they decide they need to enter the house and they need to figure out what's going on. So while they're in there, Scooby and Shaggy, you know, they're scared so they don't go in. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging outside and Scooby, he got scared by something. Was it a squirrel or a gopher or something? I think it was a gopher. So he is scared of this gopher. He climbs up into the tree and he hangs on this branch which hangs down. And that is one of the two levers that triggers the house rotating and shaggy's looking at the branch and he's like mother nature goofed on this one (laughs) and the branch is a whole different color oh yeah well it's you know it's you can always tell with these kind of cartoons from that era where you know the backgrounds are painted but the actual parts of the scene that are going to be used or move or anything like that they're actually like drawn and they're usually like a flat color 
So you know that that branch is going to be significant somehow. Yeah, so like I said, that turns out to be one of the two triggers to rotate the house. Triggers. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, Daphne, Fred, Velma, Batman, and Robin are all inside the house already. And the house is rotating. And they're all freaking out, you know, trying to latch on to all of the um, furniture that is nailed to the floor. Because then that stuff doesn't fall when it's upside down. Wait. The, what? The, <laughs> the Batmobile wasn't nailed down. So when it flipped, it would have landed on the... Like, it would have been upside down. It wasn't on the platform. It wasn't, like, that close to the house. Uh, oh. It had to You're have right. Been. It's in front of the house. If the house was going to flip, it... It would have been significantly damaged. One of two things would have happened. The car would have either collapsed into the underground area yeah. and just been destroyed or the house would have crushed it i didn't think about that what <laughs> <laughs> and then when we see it again it's completely undamaged just chilling in front of the yeah. museum huh i didn't think about that interesting hmm. <laughs> so you know the house is kind of going upside down multiple times because mm-hmm. robin and shaggy are fucking with the the levers and when everyone finally enters the house, you know, Shaggy and Scooby are like, we need to help them. They don't know what's going on with this house. So they go inside the house, and then they all end up going underground. And that's when they see Mrs. Baker. The I keep calling her Mrs. The villain, Mrs. Baker. And <laughs> <laughs> so they follow her to this toy factory. So I'm, for one, thinking, why a toy factory? For the clowns. But those were, you don't even see one of them in there. You don't even see a single clown in that toy factory. For it's just funsies. a toy factory that's connected to the house for some reason. The only How reason do you get a plot of land to flip like that? That had to have been so expensive. You know, that's why the house looks like shit. Because it's constantly being flipped upside down. It's not able to support that. Well, that and probably that's why the toy factory. Because toys are so expensive. And so the toy she probably owns the toy factory. Okay. And so... Oh, back in the 1970s, toys were actually like pretty popular they didn't have like touchscreens today (laughs) toys are us going bankrupt (laughs) mrs baker would have gone bankrupt (laughs) she's probably dead now (laughs) but i just i hate the toy factory scenes of this episode they're They're my least favorite they're my least favorite part of the episode because it's all just a whole montage of just nonsense Mm -hmm. throughout the entire rest of the episode it's just them in this stupid toy factory that doesn't have anything to do with the plot no they're just there to fuck around for the last what is it like 10 15 minutes how to burn an hour basically um you know i love that like while they were in there you know they all get terrified and they scatter because of a giant bouncy ball bouncy balls can be scary shaggy also at one point says jinkies I don't know if I caught that. Yeah. He runs... He had the the big elephant face on his head. So he runs into this, like, fake teepee. And Mrs. Baker's in there. And he gets freaked out by her. And he goes, Jinkies! And I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong! You know what that made me think of, though? (laughs) Is that thing where it's like, um, when you start hanging out with somebody for so long, you start taking their words. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's what's going on? I think that they're hanging out often enough. <laughs> yeah. To where he's like, is this my word or yours? Well, I mean, Fred doesn't have a word yet, so. <laughs> so there you go. 
Um, so he gets freaked out by that. Um, a notable animation error, which I don't understand. The reason why I'm pointing this one out is that it took more effort to pull this off than to just leave it how it would be if it was corrected. Okay. So, you know, throughout the entire episode, we see Batman wearing these, like, blue gloves. Yeah. Well, at one point, I don't know if he was, like, signaling Robin or something like that, but they did a close-up on his hand. But it wasn't his hand in a blue glove. It was an ungloved hand. It's just his bare hand. And he has a ring on his finger. <laughs> and it's only for that thing because then when they cut back and like they zoom out from him, he, his glove is back. Maybe he took it off. Maybe the ring is its own signal. To be like, He was just doing like a hand signal like, hey, come here. But maybe with the ring, it means something different. But he, no, I don't accept that. <laughs> That took way more effort than it needed to be to be wrong. And then the last note I really have for the episode is when they were, you know, they finally catch Mrs. Baker. They haven't unmasked her yet, so they don't know that it's Mrs. Baker. Mm -hmm. They still think Mrs. Baker is missing and dead. Fred probably killed her. Um, And Velma is just like, and that poor Mrs. Baker... She was so innocent and had nothing to do with this. And her lips are like emphasize like they have like extra lines to like show so that she know. has lips <laughs> to show she has lips and it looks awful Bad i Botox. hated every moment of it when i saw that my last note <laughs> was that at the end when batman gives them more bat cookies mm-hmm. it looks like a pile of rocks yes and scooby is just eating Chowing the rocks. down yeah the bats no they were bat snacks Bat snacks. Bat, yeah, they were bat snacks, not bat cookies. So bat snacks are rocks, yep. and Scooby loves them. Yep. <laughs> I hated this episode, Shannon. Definitely. <laughs> it's so bad, because like I loved this episode as a kid. Loved it. And I remember like when my mom got me the VHS uh, tape of Scooby-Doo meets Batman and Robin, and it had this episode on it. I was so excited, and I loved it. And now I'm watching, I'm just like, oh my god. This was fed to children we, almost 50 years ago. But we eat that up. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. <laughs> so what was your rating on the Scooby Snackometer? So on our Scooby Snackometer, I rated it a three. A three? Talk it out. It would have been a two. Okay. But it's Batman. I love Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan. Even this version of Batman and his off-brand Joker and Penguin. <laughs> Because it's Batman. <laughs> That's it. That's the only reason. It's Batman, and so it got an extra Scooby snack. Okay. So it's a three. A three. Yep. I gave it a two. <laughs> um, I also kind of gave it a two just because, you know, I like Batman and Robin. I've always loved the, the Batman stories. Mm-hmm. The villains are some of my favorite villains in, like, all of media. But... The episode was just so painful to watch. Like, the story doesn't make sense. No. It's awful. The animation is so downhill from what we just watched last week. And I just, I didn't enjoy it. I found myself many times throughout the episode wondering, how does this all connect and when is it going to end? Because they had so many scenes in, like, places that didn't need to be there. Yeah. When you think about each individual scene, so they go to the house they go to the junkyard. They go to the haunted house. They go to the flipping house now and the toy factory. And it's like, 
so many things. I feel like I could have cut any of these things out of the episode and it still would have been the same. Yeah. Well, and I think that's kind of how a lot of the new Scooby-Doo movies are. Yes. Because they wanted to make them an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. And so they just had to throw in random stuff all over the place to make it 40-some minutes long. Mm -hmm. And so it results in it not making sense, in there being random stuff that just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And then an episode that just... It's garbage. It's garbage. (laughs) Well, thankfully, we don't have to deal with the new Scooby-Doo movies for a little while. We're going to be moving on next week to an episode from the Scooby-Doo show. This is going to be another one of the series where we're going to randomize the episode. So, Shannon, will you do the honors? All right, let's spin that wheel. And it's the creepy heap from the deep. I don't remember this one. I don't at all, so I'm kind of excited. Okay, let me look it up real quick for Scoobypedia. We'll get the premise out. Okay, so next week we're going to be doing the creepy heat from the deep. The gang is having a beach party when a bizarre monster emerges from the deep. Soon after, they meet an old sea captain who tells them about the monster, only to have it steal his soul. That made me so much more excited about it. I'm ready for a soul-sucking creature. That escalated so quickly. They're just like, the gang encounters a sea monster. So they go to a captain who would be an expert. And then the monster just steals his soul. It doesn't, you, he doesn't eat him. Are you ready to watch an episode about my ex-boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> this is going to be a great one. Um, so if you guys actually want to watch the episode before we air next week's podcast, you can actually only find this episode on iTunes from the looks of it. Um, it was never released on DVD or VHS in any uh, format. I didn't look on Amazon. It might be available on Amazon, but I do know it's on iTunes, which is actually how we're going to be watching it when we review this episode. Okay, so Derek, I think it is time for this week's fun fact. Yeah, this one isn't as fun i guess as last week's fun fact but it's actually specific to this episode and the other batman and robin episode okay so did you know that robin in both of the new scooby-doo movies episodes was voiced by casey Kasem, who is the same person who voices shaggy i did not yeah okay that is kind of a fun fact though because i don't know i mean i don't know if he voices him in any other you know realm of the batman universe but i thought that was pretty cool i didn't know about that you can kind of hear it when you if you learn if you that. listen to it, yeah, yeah. It's just some of his many mannerisms, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? One thing I forgot to mention during the uh, Scooby D review was all of his funny like sayings that he said throughout the episode. Robin, <laughs> I actually tried to write like all of them down when I could. Um, <laughs> you want to hear them? Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because the Holy Batmans are always my favorite Robin <laughs> sayings. Yeah. Um, so throughout the episode, I don't think I got all of them, but I got probably about eight or nine. Um, he says, holy harlequins, holy retreads, holy skyhooks, holy Houdini, holy double dealers, holy pitfall, holy vertebrae, and holy hallucinations. <laughs> I think I'm going to start using holy hallucinations on the daily. Okay. (laughs) Get ready for that. 
Um, so that was this week's uh, fun fact. In terms of like news and things that are going on with Scooby-Doo, I know that for the month of May, actually, they released, you know, the 25th uh, issue of the Scooby Apocalypse comic. Yeah. Um, it was a really big deal. I'm not going to exactly say what happens, but... It's intense. I guess it's intense. Um, I have yet to read it myself. I've only read through issue 23, but I have already had it spoiled for me, so I know what happens. I don't know. Not sure if everyone, you know, actually listens... Not listens... If everyone reads Scooby Apocalypse, but it is a comic book series being produced by DC right now. It's rated, you know, for, I don't know how comics are rated. It's like M for mature or is yeah, that video games something or something like that. like that. You know, it does have like, you know, cursing and like, Just okay. <laughs> so yeah. So if, if you can listen to this episode or to this podcast and not be offended, I think you'll, you'll be, be fine okay. reading the Scooby Apocalypse comic book series. It's pretty cool. You can find it at any comic book store. So definitely look in for that. So they come out monthly, um, so look for that for June. And as always, you can listen and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And go ahead and follow us on Twitter, at GroovyScoopCast. That's where you can tweet at us, ask us questions, or say any fun things that you want to share. We also have Do Central, which is a Scooby-Doo Tumblr blog and Instagram page that I run. There we post pieces of my Scooby-Doo collection, share any news or reviews or any other cool things that are going on that are Scooby-Doo related. You can find those at Do Central. And with that, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of that Groovy Scoopcast. Come back next week for another Scooby Snackville time. Bye guys. Bye.